Hi everyone, my name is Jessica Mujis and I am the host and creator of the Kids Yoga Podcast and I am so excited to tell you about my new Patreon page. If you are a loyal listener and you've been listening for a while, I'd love for you to go check it out. So it's a monthly subscription service and there are different tiers and for each tier you will get added benefits. These include early access to episodes, bonus content from interviews that you haven't heard yet, and my most exciting is a community of kids yoga teachers that will meet monthly and I will be there to moderate and we will discuss our challenges, our questions, the biggest rewards, and I'll have former guests join us and you can ask them questions in real time. I'm really excited about this. So if you're interested, I would love for you to check out the page. I want to keep this podcast going and I just need a little help to do that. Thanks so much. Hi, and welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and after teaching kids yoga for over a decade and being immersed in the industry, I created this podcast as a warm and supportive place for parents, teachers, caregivers, and kids yoga professionals to gather. Episodes include conversations with kids yoga teachers, business owners, and authors, child development experts, informational episodes on specific kids yoga topics, yoga adventures for children, and even the voices of children themselves. It is my hope that you can come here each week and gain inspiration and form connection with your fellow kids yoga community. Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome back to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm Jessica, and this week I am joined by Jessie Bennett. Jessie is a children's author and illustrator, mom of two, and a Pilates and yoga instructor. Jessie has written three children's books, The Yoga House, Sunshine, and most recently, Lift. Each book explores themes of kindness and mindfulness. Jessie has spent this past year zooming into classrooms, reading her books for students online, teaching Pilates classes from home, and writing her fourth book. She loves sharing the message of kindness with kids and inspiring students that they can write books too. Jessie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. I was telling you before we started recording that so many people have said I should connect with you. So I'm excited to hear about your journey towards becoming a a children's book author. Um, But I wanted to start at the beginning of your experience with yoga and mindfulness. So when did that first come into your life? Um, Well, I have always been drawn to yoga. I remember my, my first real yoga class was in sixth grade taking the bus to the gym and doing like a Friday night yoga class with my friends in sixth grade. And I just remember feel that feeling of peace. And it's not that I, you know, kept it going through high school, but that's when I first connected with it. And then fast forward to college and um, I found Pilates and yoga again. And um, it was honestly in my, you know, early college years, the first time I felt at home and at peace in my body 
and in my mind. And that feeling and that connection, um, I wanted to be able to do that for other people. That feeling that I felt that I was able to tap into, I wanted to share that because it truly changed my life. And so um, that's kind of how it started early. And that's how I reignited it and then decided I want to do this. Hmm. So I love it. Did you practice that whole time or did you, you started in sixth grade and then in college, had you been practicing or did it, did it come back to you where you were like, Oh, this would be helpful. It it came back to me and then it became a daily practice. And Mm -hmm. then once I graduated college, I just kind of went after every training I could take Pilates, yoga, whatever was around, whatever was in my area. I just dove in and I'm so grateful that I did because it was just a time of learning from great teachers. Mm-hmm. That's so, you know, it's exciting for me to hear too, because so many of us kids yoga teachers are teaching kids that age or even younger who might not stick with it, you know, throughout, but that thought that at some point in their adult life, they might say, you know what? Hmm. I remember that. I remember that yoga stuff that felt good, you know, and to come back to it. That's so great. Absolutely. You're planting seeds and, and who knows when they're going to, you know, flower, but it's amazing what you're doing. And, and that's why I love kids yoga too. Mm-hmm. So when did you decide that you wanted to then kind of start sharing mindfulness with children? When I became a mom, I think really, I started teaching kids yoga once my, like my, my daughter was in preschool and I thought, oh, I can do this. So I would love to do a formal, um, kids yoga training with Yogi Beans and with Lauren, because, Mm. um, I've just been riffing basically the kids that, you know, I've, I've grown with them. And so, um, as my daughter was in preschool and my son, and then since then she's going into sixth grade, I've always gone into their classrooms and taught yoga for classrooms or for schools, or if I'm on an author visit, we'll read a book and then do some yoga and breath work. But um, as far as my kids yoga, I've never been formally taught. It's just been Mm. kind of part of the evolution of being a mom and being a yoga teacher. Yeah, I love that. So you did you start doing yoga with them at home as well? Or is it like once once she was in school, you wanted to share it with her class? You know, once it's a part of you, it just kind of trickles into your day. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I love sharing it in the classroom because it's just so fun to bring music into it and mm-hmm. see the kids get each other get excited about it. So I think that's where most of our practicing was, like at school, because I was mm-hmm. able to be in their classrooms, both of their classrooms, once a week teaching. So it was it was really awesome. I hope I can do that again. Yeah, that's so special. Well, mm-hmm. so tell me about so your children's books. So first of all, do you, did you always know you wanted to be an author? No, I I feel like it's a dream. I didn't know I had, but it was inside of me. I always loved doodling. I always had ideas Mm -hmm. and, um, and how it started was my daughter was having a hard time falling asleep at night. And so I, I started telling her it was kind of like a guided meditation. And I'd always say, breathe with me ever since she was just like an infant, I would lay her on me and just breathe together. And so that always became our thing to help her calm her mind at bed. And and so I realized I was repeating this meditation. And so I wrote it down. And then I thought, what happens if I write a little story around this? And I did. And I loved doodling and drawing. And then I thought, I'll start to draw some illustrations with it. And then it became something that I just like, I'm going to try this. And I wanted to show my kids that 
if you have an idea and you're excited and passionate about it, you can create a way to make it happen. And so it became a little like a mommy mission. And then I just fell in love with the process of it. So the yoga house is my first, this is my mm. first book. Oh, so cute. It's fun. <laughs> but the meditation that um, I wrote for her in each one of my books, there's a meditation. It's in the mm. back. So okay. I still read it every night. Like now I've memorized it. It took me a couple of years, but um, I read them the meditation every night. Oh, that's so beautiful. So you have, you illustrated and authored the book and in terms of publishing, did you self-publish or did you go with a publishing company? I did. I self-published. I did a little research and I found a great self-publisher through a larger publishing house. So my publisher is Archway Publishing and they're through, um, they're kind of the self-publishing hub under um, Simon & Schuster. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So was that as a as kind of just a person new to, to writing a book, to illustrating a book, what was that process like for your first book to then, to go from the idea and then the doodles and the drawing? How did that go for you? It went really well. And I think that's kind of how I fell in love with the creative process of it. So I had these ideas, I put them together. I did some research. I found out what the process was and they really took me through each step. So they said, this is when you submit your manuscript. This is what happens next. And so I feel like on this first book, I was really guided. And so when I wrote my other two books, I knew what was coming and I knew how to be more efficient with my with my time, with my submissions. And so I learned a lot. It was all it was it's been a really cool learning experience. But I love the process of of watching a book come to life. Yeah. And I I. I knew you had the two books. I didn't realize the one in between. So what was your second book called? My second book is this one. It's Sunshine. Okay. Yeah. And it's about uh, shining your light and loving who you are. And it also has like a more of a daytime meditation in the back. But um, but that was my second book. And and I learned so much from the yoga house that uh, Mm -hmm. I was able to apply it and put it in Sunshine. And from what I learned with those, I was able to put it in Lift, my third book. Right. So tell me about that one, the latest book, Lift. So what is the what is it about and what inspired that one? Lift is truly about the power of lifting each other up with our words and our actions. And I feel like being lucky enough to work in my kids' schools as much as I did this last year was funky for all of us. But um, I really saw how powerful kids are. And I've always seen that. And so I want my hope is that they read this and they realize how powerful their actions are in words are to themselves and to each other. So it's the power of lift of the words we speak in our own mind to ourselves and our actions and words to each other. So um, it's, it's about lifting each other up. That's so beautiful and such an important message. Um, for what age would you say that book is geared towards? Well, I've read it to three-year-olds to um, junior high school kids because the message is what matters. So um, it's, it's great for elementary, but the message resonates for all of, for all of us, I think. And um, it's also about inclusion and empathy because thinking about how you can lift someone up and what it would feel like to be in their shoes if you see someone sad or alone. So, um, and that's something sunshine touches on too, that it's okay to not always feel like sunshine. And so it Mm -hmm. has tools in um, the back of the book for days where you might feel a little cloudy. And I just feel like it's important for kids to know it's okay um, 
to notice if someone doesn't feel like sunshine or if they don't also. So kind of there's a lot of interwoven themes between yeah. my books. Absolutely. I feel like it's just a trio that, that they all kind of can build on each other. It's really yeah. nice. Soon um, to be a quattro. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so you are working, where are you in the process now? You, so you, did you start a fourth book during the pandemic? How, when I did. This did. <laughs> I did. I just said, we just keep moving forward. Yeah. So yeah. So my fourth book, I've written it. And so now I'm typing up the manuscript and doing my um, illustration doodles. So, so it's still in the, it's like at the end of the creating process, but it's a really fun um biz- I feel like the words come very easy for me and the illustrations take longer. Mm, well, it's amazing that you do both because not many people could do both of those <laughs> things. So just props to you that you're able to oh. have that vision and draw it as well. Thank you. Well, something I always tell the kids when I get to visit schools or um, how I've been visiting schools, which is on Zoom, but all the things I use to illustrate my books come from my kids, like craft section. It all comes from Target. It's colored pencils, markers, crayons. So a big message I try to share is if I can do it, you can do it. So I went to Target. I bought this. I share these. I share all these markers with my kids. And um, and so it doesn't have to be complicated. If, can if you it's tell something... me a little more about that? My daughter often asks about illustrations in books. And I never, I don't actually really know the process because when they look very hand-drawn, so what is that process like after you, you've drawn the picture? Is it then, do we then scan it? in and is that what happens I think that my process is probably it's it's probably a simpler one than others because I think some illustrators use complex computer programs and iPad illustrations I don't know how to do that I could learn but I feel like this is me yeah I get a sketchbook and I draw it out and then for every one drawing there's 10 that I've let go of um, to find the right one. But yeah, I, I, yes, I scan the image. And then when I submit the manuscript, I'll say, okay, on this page, image one, here's image one. So it's, it's just very mm. like plug and play when I submit it. And then they send it back to me put together. And then I make sure everything lines up. Right. Oh, that's so cool. See, that is, that feels very doable because I always assumed now you need to know how to use the fancy illustration softwares and have those expensive things you don't necessarily need that no you can you can do it for 25 dollars at target with a sketchbook and some markers (laughs) oh and I love that you're telling the kids that too when you're doing your author visits can you tell me about this past year how everything you know everyone's life shifted completely for you personally um in your career with your books how did everything change once the pandemic hit you know, for me, I felt really lucky because I just reached out to our school and said, what do you need? And so um, I will visit any classroom anywhere. And so I visited a lot of our school's classrooms and that just kind of sm- snowballed. It was a hard year, but I personally, I felt very lucky. <laughs> I feel very mm-hmm. lucky. Um and I feel like I was able to still connect and put out a message of kindness and love for kids. And I was able to do that all over the country. And that's not something I could have done before. So for me, a silver lining was Zoom because I was able to read to classes in New York or in Chicago or in Central California or all over our, you know, our city here. And um, I'm outside of Sacramento. So 
I was able to reach so many schools that there's no way I would have been able to. And I feel really lucky that um, I was able to keep visiting schools and connect with students and do something to make the kids feel special and the teachers because my goodness, they're incredible and they've worked so hard. So if I, I was so happy that I could do something. So it was like the one thing I could do. Yeah, that is the, the silver lining that I think everyone is saying is the fact that we realized we can connect with people all over the world, yes. whatever field you happen to be in. Totally. That, yeah, that has been, and that I think is going to stay even once, you know, things are opening up and we'll, we will have the in-person, thank God. But I think also yes. is there's a lot of value to it. Being there is. to visit all these classrooms, you know? Yeah, I feel so lucky. And um, I was able to teach online. So I taught um, like a Pilates yoga class mm. right right here in my on the top of my stairs. And I did that. I'm still doing it, even though, um, you know, we're getting back to normal here. But um, but I was able to stay connected. And so I think to me, it was just a way to connect to to schools and students and um and I loved it. I do miss the, I do miss author visits and I hope that can come back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, the in-person has definitely a special energy to it when you're actually there. Um, totally. We're getting there. You were um, getting there. So now that we are, so now it's June. So what we're 15 months into this pandemic, you know, and starting to see the light. Um, I've been asking a lot of people how they took care of themselves during this time. Mm-hmm. Now that we're like, inching out of it and you can kind of look back and reflect do you notice some themes and in, in ways you were able to care for yourself absolutely I first of all I'm a really great homebody so I felt like I rocked that I'm like <laughs> you need me to stay home you got it my kids are homebodies so I was yeah. I was good so um but I really love slowing down um I, I loved slowing down and just savoring that I knew this time was temporary. It wasn't forever. And so I think coming to my yoga mat every day, continuing to do what I love and share what I love, um, I kept pressing forward. And so I didn't feel like I let this stop me. I just did it from home. And I, I so I feel like it was a funky year, but i feel like I tuned inward and was continuing to move forward at the same time. So it was a good year, despite all of the wildness. Mm-hmm. That's great that it was, you know, to take that time to self-reflect and to go inward. And you were able to also find your creativity to start your, yeah. you know, your fourth book. Yeah, I, I can relate. I'm an introvert. I like my, my time in the house so like yeah the hard part I've um my kids are well at the start of it my son was one and my daughter was five and now they're uh two and five so that was hard we were in a New York City apartment just the whole time (laughs) so looking back I get like I almost shudder I'm like oh that was that was intense but um you know that you do even how hard it was you do like you learned so much that we're going to be processing the rest of our lives. It's, it's so true. And I, and it's also, what do you want to bring back in after like, what, what got sloughed off? What got exfoliated that you're like, (laughs) you know what? I'm good without that. And so I think I'm very aware of protecting my peace and um, thinking about what, how much I want to add back in because I, because we really stripped down to what was important 
you know, circling the wagons and just keeping it home. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Even that image of like, it's like we stripped it down and now what do we want to add back in and what, what is goodbye? What, what can we say yeah. goodbye to for good? What can we say goodbye to? And then like what pulls us forward and out. And so I'm very yes. aware of like what I'm compelled to do and what I am not compelled to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that sensor inside of me, it feels like it just got way stronger. It's like, <laughs> could just feel it. <laughs> Red flag, yes. you know? <laughs> yes, totally. Well, I, would love to hear, um, I like to round out the conversations with little gems of wisdom. So for you personally, what would be your kid's yoga gem um, for people sharing yoga or mindfulness with children? I, th- I think um, that it doesn't have to be complicated and it, you don't have to have your home a certain way, that there's a way to tap into mindfulness and um, yoga in very simple ways. And so sometimes people can think, oh, that might not be me, or our house isn't like that, or our house isn't a yoga house. And I'm like, no, 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 it is. And so I think that um, especially the way I, I tried to put in, especially the yoga house in each one of the books are simple, simple gems of ways to add mindfulness in. So um, the meditation is just a simple way to connect to your breath and to each other, or I've, I am affirmations in there. Very simple. It doesn't even have to be about a yoga pose. It's just about connection. And so I think my gem is that it can be simple and um, it's something that's fun to connect to for like just, it doesn't have to be complicated. And so it's a wonderful way to connect with your kids or the kids in your life. And, um, and if you're doing yoga or playing around, invite them to come in. It does. I think when I was, um, when my kids were little, little, I felt like if I was going to practice yoga or get on the mat and do Pilates, it had to be quiet and perfect. And then once I threw that out the window and let them crawl all over me and be a part of it, they were a part of it. And so um, letting go of an idea of like that kind of perfection that doesn't exist into and inviting them into your movement is also a simple way to um, invite yoga into your house. Yes. Yes. Couldn't have put it any better. It's so, it doesn't have to be complicated. And it's, if you're taking a deep breath, them noticing you're taking a deep breath. Like that's great. That's yoga. That's being mindful. There's just these little ways that, you know, throughout the day that that we can bring it in. You don't need a fancy setup in your house. No, None of that stuff. You don't need a clean house or folded laundry. You don't need to know how to do any yoga poses, but if you take a breath with your kiddo, that that's mindfulness. Yes. 100%. Well, thank you so much. I want people to be able to find you to buy your books. So where are the best places to get in touch or to purchase your books? Awesome. Well, my books um, are on Amazon, which is really easy, especially we got real good at Amazon this year. And just my name, (laughs) Jesse Bennett on Instagram. On Instagram, I have a link to my link tree. And so it has just some some more info about my books or how to move with me too, which is kind of fun if people want to work out. And I also love sending signed books. So if anyone wanted a personalized book, I love signing books and sending them to family so they can reach out directly um, through Instagram and message me. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. It was so wonderful to talk to you. 
It was wonderful to talk to you. Thank you for having me. And um, it's an honor to get to speak with you. Yes. Well, we'll talk soon and maybe we'll connect again after that fourth book yes. comes out. Yes, please. I'd love it. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to support the Kids Yoga Podcast, here are a few ways you can do that. Visit www.thekidsyogapodcast.com. Here you'll see a link to my Patreon page, and you will see different monthly subscriptions, which will offer you added benefits. You can also contact me through the website and see all of the episodes that have been released so far. In addition, I truly appreciate those five-star reviews and ratings because it just brings so many more people to the show and it just means the world. So if you feel compelled, a rating and review and press that subscribe button as well. So if you want to get in touch, shoot me an email, thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow The Kids Yoga Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, thank you so much for being here.